Today we dive deeper into the conversation of attainable living and housing for middle-income households. We will be speaking with experts within the housing industry, discussing ways in which we can collaborate in order to solve this growing crisis. The Housing Innovation Alliance, thinking differently to provide housing solutions for the missing middle. assistant professor at the University of Denver. My background in industries, I was actually in industry for 28 years. Um, still have a love for the housing industry, do research there, and it was such a great career that I'm trying to champion. That's my job at DU besides teaching at the Burns School and teaching uh, in the real estate and construction management program is to champion the housing industry through research, through innovative teaching, and through you know student involvement and getting the next generation of leaders involved with this industry. At the University of Denver, uh, the mission and goal of the Burns School is to bring the most cutting-edge education and construction management. And so, as we look at uh, organizations to align ourselves with, companies, trade groups, organizations that foster and promote the housing industry, the Housing Innovation Alliance is one of those on the cutting edge, the, the most thought leaders, the most innovative in their technology, in their looking at the housing market, and they're just a perfect group to align ourselves with as a university. There's been a lot of great observations and ideas, so just differentiating slightly on those, we'll keep them short. Uh, looking at offsetting costs in particular, so rather than income generation, but really just reducing the overall of ownership uh, with offsets, not necessarily lower specific costs. Thanks for having me. My name is Dennis Stegwald. I'm the president of the Housing Innovation Alliance. I think, simply put, it's a nationwide community of thought leaders in the home building space that are looking to bring new solutions, new partnerships, and kind of new ideas into the industry. So with my role at the Housing Innovation Alliance, I'm primarily focused on kind of the business and the operations of the organization. So what I'm looking at is how do we increase the depth and breadth of the organization? Let's say the, looking across the delivery chain, how do we start to engage more of the traditional and non-traditional stakeholders that can allow us to have the kind of conversations we're having today, but then also put together pilot projects and develop business cases around them so that we can start to have a meaningful impact on the industry. This is something that's been developing over time. And certainly, as we saw today in a number of the presentations at our live roundtable, there's a huge supply-demand gap, and it's continuing to get worse. So if we have cost of housing continuing to increase and incomes can barely keep pace, or, or let's say they're basically flat, the, the issue will continue to get worse. And this is an issue that uh, we have to deal with today, and my kids are certainly going to have to deal with when they get around to it. So for me, it's, it's, it's an important problem to solve, because if we don't start to address it now, it is going to take generations to overcome all of these issues. So we have to kind of start steering the ship in the right direction today. I'm Jenny Lance. I work with John Burns Real Estate Consulting. I'm in our Denver office. I'm senior manager of Design Lens, so I run our design website, do design research. We track 
trends and whatnot. Attainability, it's that sweet spot of, like we've been talking about today, you know, as prices rise, the first time buyer is really getting priced out. So they're not able to buy a home. And, you know, we, we come from a country where the American dream is buying a home. And, and I feel like we're moving so far from that. It's getting really important to come back to the roots and figure out, you know, not everyone wants to rent for the rest of their lives. They want to be able to nest and find that place. How can we as a, an industry really step back and figure out opportunities for them that still feel special and still feel like that great place to live? And Design Lens really comes back to that with showing great stuff around the country. And one of the things I always work to feature every single month is something for first-time buyers. Helping people see that it's not just townhomes is the answer. It's looking around the country and seeing what everybody else is doing and kind of inspiring people to think differently. And so, you know, the more you know, the more you see, the more you can do better. John Williams. I'm with KGA Studio Architects. We're an architectural firm here in Colorado that does work all up and down the front range. We specialize in community design, so we do everything from land planning to design and construction drawings and construction administration of homes, community centers, anything to do with where people live. I started my architectural career in Florida, just working on the typical strip malls and things like that. I moved to Colorado in 1990 and started working for a firm that specialized in residential design and I drank the Kool-Aid and I think it's a great opportunity to touch a lot of people's lives. deserves a well-designed place to live. They also deserve to live in a place that they feel comfortable and helps them live their American dream. And that could mean several different things to several different people. There's so many socio-economic, cultural, religious things that impact that American dream. So we have to look at it holistically and say that what works in one place may not work for another person. The American dream is different because the American family is different now. We're no longer the nuclear family of the 60s and 70s. The families have changed. So I think that that American dream has changed too. And, and unfortunately, our building industry takes time to change. There's solutions to the attainable problem, but I think we have to understand what that American dream is before we can start to say, okay, how do we make it attainable? And attainability is, a, is something that touches on everybody and everything. The solution is different everywhere. I think great design can give you that feeling of a special place. People work hard for their money and they want value and attainable living is I think value living. A lot of what we've heard this morning already are things that we're putting into practice. Density, paying attention to construction costs, working with municipalities to try and overcome the nimbyism of the stigma that attainable means it's cheap or that it's ugly. We, we kind of say there's more thought per square foot than you know a bigger house because we got less to do with it. When a family moves into a house, as they grow and as their needs change, they don't need to change houses. Maybe they just change the purpose of a room. You have to make the house live for a family longer.
name's Audrey Lamb. I'm the Chief Financial Officer for Oakwood Homes here in Denver. And I originally got into housing. I was in public accounting starting my career in Austin, Texas. And it just wasn't a very fulfilling job. So it was a lot of um, number crunching, data analysis, and just not very fulfilling. So I went to look for another job, and I ended up interviewing with Centex Homes um, down in Texas. And it really felt like a business that I could contribute to and feel good about. We're not saving the world, but we play a really important part in people's lives and building their home. So it's fun to be part of a business that fills that special role in people's lives. The cost of housing has just gotten so incredibly expensive. In my job as chief financial officer, it's really I really help a lot with the cost side. So a lot of analysis on you know where can we cut costs, where can we cut costs without impacting customer experience. And for us, it's really come down to giving the customer a lot of choice, and that really helps us keep costs down. I think it's still a big part of the American dream, owning a home, but I think it might look a little bit different. I think 30 years ago it was probably in the suburbs with, you know, a big backyard and on a cul-de-sac and things like that. The homes are a little bit closer to each other. You might not have as big of a backyard. They might be more of a shared park within the community or something like that. But I think at its core, it's still part of the American dream. Jim Harris, James R. Harris Partners. Our office is in Fort Worth, Texas, but we also have an office in Austin. I've been in business of land development and home building for over 40 years. Obviously, uh, costs have gone up dramatically in the last 15 years, far greater than, than people's ability to buy those houses. Uh, when I started in business, the average house was probably about 12, 1,300 square feet. You could buy that house for somewhere between 30 and $45,000. Today, that same house would be uh, well over $200,000 or so. You know, I don't know what the answer is except to build smaller houses, higher density housing, and we've got to cut costs in various ways. This, this meeting is to talk about how we design houses in a smarter way that cuts costs and how we do higher density that makes sense. You still have the necessity of making a neighborhood livable, so you have to pay a lot of attention to how you design your neighborhood. You still want to get more housing per acre in that neighborhood, but at the same time, you've got to give people open space, parks, that sort of thing. We're really living in very interesting times. Uh, I started my business and my career was built on providing housing for the baby boomers, which was the previous large generation. Today we are selling houses to X and Y generation and they're every bit as big as the baby boomers. And so there's great opportunity for people in our business to provide There's something that really cool about they can do it you know, thinking about manner. homes and how people live. My name is Louis Niquette uh, with Niquette Architecture and Design in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, our, our firm started focusing on very specialized, high-end custom residential, and then we really dove in deep into the new urbanistic communities and T&Ds that blossomed along the Gulf Coast. Over the years, we've been able to help take that into the production marketplace, into student housing communities, and now into comprehensive master-planned communities um, that are fed by diverse, thoughtful product types. I've always been an artist and interested in design. And then after the first few projects that involved residential design, seeing the impact that can be made on a person's life by creating an inspiring living environment, you just felt the impact and the change you were making. And, and that could be easily contagious. Mm -hmm.
Attainability to me means offering multiple product choices to meet the different demands. And attainability in housing is often treated as kind of an isolated problem and solution. But to me, it's incredibly integrated into not only community design to create socialization and understanding and community, but it starts to tie deeply into our transportation costs, our childcare costs, just all the integrated costs of living and how they intertwine and can be addressed through how we choose to plan our communities and design our houses. We are working on comprehensive built-to-rent communities that aren't simply focused on single product types. The key to the affordability is that you're addressing multi-generational product needs, but within walkable distance to one another. That's how all the old school, small towns of America have proven that we can, through helping one another and being available to one another across generations, it's how we help each other live we can attack transportation costs, we can attack childcare costs through that. So we're working on some product opportunities where we're master planning on a simple American grid concept, um, 100 acre pieces of property where you can easily adaptably and flexibly offer product types. I see the biggest opportunities through providing innovative product types for rent. offer that empty nester or that young family a place where they can rent to test drive a community to get their feet under them to get started and if they love that community they can choose to stay in it. Right now a lot of places that can occur because you have to rent in one community and then make the decision and pick another one to buy. I think the opportunity to start to blur the lines between rental and purchasing when you won't even know driving down the road whether the house you're looking at is for rent or for buy will offer accessibility. I also think that's going to work because the financial capacity of the buyer versus the renter won't be different. It'll be the same person. Katie Beck. I uh, work for Berkshire Hathaway Specialty Insurance, so I have a little bit of a unique perspective compared to some of the others that are here working on the residential and specifically home builder side of the insurance market. Our focus is on general liability insurance, which is going to cover you know, third party property damage, but also construction defects. So I look very much at quality of home builders, products they're using, because that's going to affect the type of coverage that we have, as well as the losses we may have on future policies for our builders. Attainability in the housing market is something that's just such a, a forefront focus of many of the, the clients that we have, as well as the prospects that we talk to. So the industry is really, really talking about that and how we can achieve some of these things. From an insurance standpoint, we really look at what does that mean for the building process? What does that mean for the quality of the building that's going on? So as builders are reaching into different space, maybe something a little different for them, if they're building attached housing and they're not used to building attached housing, or if they start using different products and different processes, we really like to look and evaluate how they're doing that to make sure that the quality is maintaining high. It's not only good for the buyers, but that ultimately is good for the home builders as well as to maintain that quality 
quality because it's going to help them long term with any construction defect or litigation costs that could come down the road. I think um, it's important for us as an insurance industry to stay educated on what is happening within the, the home builder space in general so that we can provide that supportive product for our clients. So as they are looking at the different types of products that they're using, that we can support them in their additional space that they may be going into, whether it's expanding geographically or in the customization or the, the lack of customization and the build to rent space and all of those different things that are coming into the market as kind of a supporting player in that role. We want to make sure that we really understand it, what they're doing and what they need to do to move forward in the industry and make sure that we're able to support that. Um, conference I've attended. I think for me it's really great to see all the different aspects. So we're talking with purchasers and suppliers, home builders themselves, just to see all of the different things on their mind and what they're looking at doing. I think the questions I'm getting from a lot of them is, oh, what does this mean for my insurance? Or I've never think about things from the insurance perspective. I love the mix of people that's here. I love the interaction and the brainstorming and really trying to come up with collaborative ideas for the industry. It's not a competitive environment. It's an environment where everybody's trying to learn and just improve the industry. And on site construction on site. I find it interesting. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. My name is uh, Mauro Sica, founder and CEO of Preframing. So I have a background in uh, architecture, mechanical design, and um, electrical design as well. It became very useful when I decided to do something to change the inefficiency of the construction industry. And uh, I did that in several different countries, and I saw the same problem everywhere, the inefficiency. So at one point I decided to start this company addressing those issues and trying to provide the real value to the builders. There is a housing crisis going on everywhere, specifically in our area in California. 3.5 million homes will be needed and the prices are going up and up every year. I think last year they went up 5.2%. So there is a real issue for everybody else that is not, let's say, rich at this point because in California we are talking about houses. Minimum price for a home is $800,000. What we are trying to do is to, with our technology, is reduce the cost of the construction, increasing the efficiency. If you can build faster, in our case, in the framing, we can go 10 times quicker, you can build more housing and address the problem. In California specifically, there is a high complexity in the framing, much more than in any other country. The complexity of framing is an issue in the total cost of the house because it accounts for 20% of it. So with our system, software and hardware, we address this problem, simplifying having the computer doing the steps necessary to achieve this complexity. We actually collect the information we need directly from the architect and engineer. So nobody actually needs to understand the very complex blueprint and transform this information in a, in a partially prefab wall. The computer itself does this function. So this is why we aim to reduce the cost of the construction.
the construction industry is a mine gold in terms of opportunity. If you try to find the deficiencies, it's very easy to do. Provide a solution to the industry in terms of efficiency is not easy. I think our team is particularly fits these needs because of the combined background. I feel that the area where there is more opportunity to innovate is using software to go directly from the computer or the designer to an automation facility or a machine. This is a huge improvement because uh, the steps necessary normally are designing, printing out on paper, and that's a step that doesn't make sense. And then I think it's a big opportunity for uh, increasing the efficiency. It's been a great event. It's, it's great connecting with people. I think the Housing Innovation Alliance, it's how do we solve a problem? We get together and we solve it. Great minds bring out great inspiration and innovation. Working together helps us get to that next place.